Hey guys, I'm Sage, and this is the Iconic Dollcast. On this podcast, I'll be talking about iconic dolls and their cultural impact over time. As a longtime doll collector, I thought it would be interesting to go back and research all about the dolls that I had growing up. This includes everything from Barbie to Britney, all the way to American Girls, and so much more. I specialize in making customized versions of the Britney Spears doll. If you haven't yet, give me a follow on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, on TikTok, Britney Spears Dolls, and Twitter, B Spears Dolls. You can also follow the official podcast Instagram, Iconic Dollcast. everyone welcome to the iconic doll cast thank you so much for tuning in for another episode all about dolls i am so excited for today because today i have one of my very very good friends andrea on the show you guys might remember her last time she was on the show we did a fun episode all about growing up with american girl dolls and just how much those meant to us and i'm so excited to have her back on the show today because today we are talking barbie so If you remember from that episode, me and Andrea call each other Trish, so it gets a little bit confusing. Just know that we're both Trish. Uh, It's just our our college nicknames that we've held on to forever. It is a reference to Spice World, if you know, you know. But today, Trish and I are going to talk all about Barbie and just how much fun it was growing up with Barbie, the impact she had on our life, and our overall thoughts on Barbie. So Trish, Andrea, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thanks, Trish. Thanks for having me on again a second time. I'm super excited to be on the Iconic Dollcast. Oh, we're excited to have you. It's a pleasure. Today, we're going to talk all about Barbie. But before we get into that, Andrea runs Mas Vino, Please, which is a huge wine, a wine influencer type thing. Can you explain that to everyone so they know? What what exactly is Mas Vino, Please? Well, Mas Vino started off as a space on the internet where I talked about wine, specifically natural wine, um, and I shared my recommendations, and I did wine reviews, and I talked a little bit about wine education, and it has since evolved into a IRL community, so I host meetups around Los Angeles about connecting people uh, two wines, uh, connecting people who want to talk about and learn about wine to spaces where they can do so comfortably, even if they don't have any experience with wine. I also have a podcast. Yes. Most recently, and then on the podcast, I interview lots of interesting folks in the wine industry. But most recently, I have started a YouTube channel. Amazing. My adventures in wine. Yes. And how's that going for you? I have not gotten onto YouTube yet. I need to get there. Uh, Well, it's a lot of work. I have a ton of video content that I've shot, but I haven't had a second to actually sit down and edit it. And as you know, since you're a self-produced podcast, that takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. to go through all the audio, to go through all the video. It's a work in progress, but I invite everyone to follow because there's lots of great videos coming soon all about my adventures in Spain, at a vineyard, wine fairs. I also have some cool content coming up about wine reviews with other folks in the wine industry. So 
follow along for that. Yes, please follow Masvino, please, on all social platforms. And let's not forget, congratulations, Trish, you are newly engaged. Oh my gosh, thanks, Trish. It was very on brand. It happened at a vineyard. So it was really oh. cute and really exciting. Yeah, we're excited about that. Very excited for you as well. Well, and and again, thank you so much for being here today. Everyone, please follow Bosfino, please, on all the socials. And let's get into Barbie. So, Trish, who is Barbie to you? Uh, wow, Barbie was honestly one of the most influential characters, I think, growing up for me. I mean, she's up there. She's honestly, she's up there with Spice Girls. She's up there with... Britney Spears and yes, other pop of for me. No, like truly like in that era. But you know, for me, Barbie was really something that was in my early childhood. I think as I grew older, I grew away from her. Um, but growing up, like I had so many Barbies, Barbies of all walks of life. Oh. I had them for every occasion. I always got them. I got at least one Barbie for my birthday or for Christmas they went everywhere with me, including inside the pool. So oh, of course, <laughs> yeah, if I could get my hands on it, like she was getting her hairbrush, I was braiding it. I was changing clothes. She was wearing clothes. that didn't go with her original box, like all kinds of, yeah, I really like, I never cut their hair though. Wow. I never cut Barbie's hair. I think my mom didn't let me because my mom bought me a like handful of Barbies that I actually wasn't allowed to touch. So I think I had like, maybe like, four Barbies that to this day are still in a box. So like one of them was the iconic remake of the original Barbie in the striped yes. bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Love her. I wasn't allowed to take her out. That was like the one my mom was like, you can't touch her. Makes <laughs> but sense. all the other ones that you would get, like the, the common nineties Barbie, they were in the pool. They would go on all to school, all these places. So yes, I, I mean, same boat. I mean, except I, I, I say this every single time almost on the show. I had no discipline. I always took my Barbies out of the box. Even to this day, if I get a new Barbie, it's very hard for me to keep her in there just because, I mean, opening a Barbie, Trish, I, I highly recommend if you're ever like, if you're ever at Target or something and you see a Barbie and you're like, okay, like she's so cute. I still remember the process. Yeah. I remember her legs and arms and maybe neck. I don't know. Or maybe torso. Can't remember being like tied by the little wire that like poked through the back of the box with the little plastic like stopper. Do you, you know yep. what mm-hmm. behind it? And then like the wires would like hold it in place. I remember taking that apart. Like that's like such a bit like that's opening the box, t- twisting them so that they would undo yep. taking them out getting her brush, brushing her hair. The brush was like, I had so many brushes, so many like shoes of all colors, brushes of all colors. Yes. Well, I highly recommend one day if there's a Barbie and we'll, we'll talk about maybe kind of who your favorite Barbie was that you, that comes to your mind. But if, if you ever are just feeling nostalgic, I highly recommend getting on eBay, getting that Barbie. Most of the time you can get them for a pretty fair price and opening her, it's like I recently just got a brand new glitter hair Barbie. Ooh, wait, do you <laughs> glitter her hair? Or yeah, 
It no, it like she came with gel, and I have this whole story. Everyone, also, please, if you are interested in learning more about Barbie, I did two episodes on her on my show, and I really dove deep into it. And I talked about how she is one of the first Barbies I ever remember getting glitter hair, Teresa, actually. And well, I also got glitter hair Barbie because I was a little bit spoiled, but I just she is so iconic to me, and I just will never forget the day I got her. I used all her hair gel, and I was so upset with myself, but thankfully, I had a Barbie version of it. So there was more gel, but I got her, she came brand new in the box and I opened her and it was just like the most nostalgic feeling ever. Cause it's the same Barbie. Like the way you would open her is exactly how you would have when you were four or five. Oh my gosh. I should do that just for old time's sake. It's a, it's a great experience, especially if you love dolls. So you kind of said, obviously you had tons of Barbies growing up. What, what did your parents think about Barbie? My mom was definitely a big time advocate for Barbie. Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know like what my dad's input was. I don't remember. (laughs) He just didn't care. He was like, whatever. But my mom would like, and my grandma and my aunts, like they would make sure I always had a Barbie. Like, I don't know. And I didn't, obviously I wanted them and I sought them for myself, but like they were, I don't know which one was my first Barbie. I should ask my mom. She might know. I don't know which was my first Barbie, but like they obviously were the first ones to get it for me. You know, I don't think I asked. I think I just got one. And then from there, it was like, I wanted them all. And I just feel like, like you said, you always had a Barbie, me as well. And I just feel like in the 90s, in particular in the 90s, we're so lucky because we got Barbie with everything. I mean, like Easter basket Barbie, Christmas Barbie, any, any kind of holiday Barbie. Like they always, there was always something new. And I just feel like we were so lucky. Like I remember specifically getting a, an Easter basket that had a Barbie in it. And it was, it was from Mattel and it was a full on like Easter pack of Barbie and all the goods. And we're just so lucky. Nineties, nineties Barbie is my favorite. And it might be that, you know, we grew up with her. So that's who we have, but you know, the iconic face with the blue makeup, like she is just everything. And we were, we were, we were so spoiled. So your, your mom in particular was pretty supportive of her, obviously. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And good for her for, for teaching you some discipline, <laughs> having you keep the Barbies in the well, box. No. Okay. So, so like I said, there was only like a handful. One of them was that classic Barbie, which like wasn't even allowed to be on display. Like it was just like <laughs> in your mom's closet. Like we never even got, to, cause it was just like there. The other ones that, which you'll get a kick out of it and it makes so much sense. The other ones that were off limits just to look out through the box and spent most of their life in the closet um, were the special Bob Mackie edition of like their oh, costume, like the dresses. Yes. I think it was like, Holiday Barbie. I don't know if it was a holiday. I, I think I did have one holiday Barbie, and I don't even know. If I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Everyone had a holiday Barbie. <laughs> Low key. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. And I, I, uh, I, I just, I, I commend you for that because I even if my, if my grandma would have hid my Barbies from me, I would have figured it out. So I was just a little, little crazy gay boy. <laughs> anyway, so. We were, I was just kind of telling you, my favorite era of Barbie is 90s, the 90s Barbie that we've grown up. But as we know, Barbie has evolved so much during her her run and her run is still going. And she's kind of had, you know, each each decade is a different era. So what 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 would you say your favorite Barbie era is or which one resonates with you the most? And, and it could be that one did before and now you're more into one other. What do you think about that? 
Definitely nineties. Like if I look back now and see, you know, like online, like photos of those kind of iconic nineties Barbies, different outfits that like, for whatever reason will pop up. I'm like, Oh my God, I remember that one. I remember that out, but I remember that Barbie and it like triggers a little nostalgia for me, which is really cool. But now that I'm like a bit more into history and fashion and different things like that, um, I think I have a much bigger appreciation for a vintage Barbie. Um, if I see like any kind of like vintage Barbie, I'm like, Whoa, like that's really cool. It's cool to, cause I grew up so immersed in nineties Barbie. Mm-hmm. I think seeing, and, and at the time I had no context to like a vintage Barbie. Like, I don't think I had, I didn't like see, you know, seventies and sixties Barbies at all when I was a kid. And now right. when I see them, I'm like, Whoa, like what a difference it's really cool to see how she's evolved because I feel her look in the nineties was so nineties. 100%. You know, like, I don't know it's something like the makeup and like the aesthetic and like all of it was just like very nineties. And then you look, I don't, I don't, I'm not too familiar with the Barbies today, but I imagine that they're a lot more modern. Their makeup is a lot more modern, their hair. Like it just like, it, it, there's signals to the era that you, they're produced in, which I think is really cool because then they become time capsules over a period of time. So like in 30 years, somebody can look back at the Barbies that were produced today or 10 years ago and be like, wow, that looks so 2000s. (laughs) That looks so like specific to the era. So I think that's pretty cool, but I definitely like appreciate vintage, vintage Barbie. Um, I think she's like really cool and like chic and she's different than 90s Barbie for sure. Oh, I mean, you couldn't get more different. I mean, it's, I mean, I remember as a kid not appreciating the vintage Barbies. And like you said, it's just because I feel like I was stuck with my Barbie. This is not Barbie. This is Barbie, you know, but I agree. I mean, 90s Barbie is my girl, but I also really enjoy the time capsule aspect of Barbie because what you said is true. Like you can identify, I mean, if she comes in all her clothes and you find her and you see her and what she came in, it's, it is a time capsule. You can kind of pinpoint which year this was released or roughly at least just by, just by her fashions and her makeup and just all the, all the stuff that comes with Barbie, which is a lot. Like you said, I mean, we all have, or we all had hundreds of brushes because she always came with a brush and a pair of shoes and you know, you mismatch those shoes and it's, it was just a huge part of growing up for me. Yeah. Okay, so my next question is, is and, and and definitely you need to go to your mom's house because there are some treasures there that I've been telling no. you to dig up. You need to find Josefina and oh you, need God, to, you need to dig out these Barbies because literally I will croak with you. I will make you call me and we will watch you look at them because I guarantee I have some of them now because I've been recollecting my Barbies. Like, oh, no one can see this, but did you have this one? The Mermaid? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I had her. Why do I feel like maybe her fin was different color? Did she come different color? There was like three, cause they had like Christy, Teresa, the redhead midge. They came with like purple, blue, I think. Well, I have to say, I, I think I had that one. Longest hair ever on a Barbie. Isn't that incredible? I remember the gold fin and it's kind of like crispy and like, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, no, I, well, I have to say, and I don't know, this could be an indicator of the times and just, I don't know if we want to go deep into like race and. Yeah. Like, well, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. But I 
never had anything other than Barbie. Really? So you didn't, didn't have, have her friends? Teresa. I didn't have Teresa. I maybe had like one Teresa, but I only had Barbie, like blonde Barbie. And I don't know if like she was, it was because she was the most popular. So like, that's the one I wanted. Or if I wanted to be more blonde, like I'm not blonde at all, obviously I have zero blonde hair. So like, I wonder if I wanted that because I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of like the baby spice effect where like I really wanted to be baby spice, but I couldn't because I didn't have blonde hair and like spice girls came like a couple years after the like main era of Barbie for me, but I feel like, yeah, I only had blonde Barbie. And you know what? That's very common because first of all, I mean, Barbie was promoted as Barbie, right? Her friends didn't get a whole lot of, I mean, everyone knows who Barbie is and that's why her friends have different names, right? Now, now, interestingly enough, there is no, it's everyone's Barbie and Ken, you know, but back in our time, they all, she had friends and they all had specific names and sometimes they had little stories or whatever. I, I did have black dolls, a couple black Barbies. I also had some Teresa's. I never really had Midge, which is weird, but like I said, Barbie was always pushed as her own persona. So that that is the one that people, you know, the blonde Barbie is what yeah. people were drawn to. So that makes sense, you know. Um, but I was I was fortunate enough where, you know, uh, my grandma was the one buying me Barbies growing up. And she insisted that I had kind of a diverse collection. And so I, I was lucky enough to have some Christie's and Teresa's. Grams was a pioneer. Oh, for sure. And you know, what's so funny. She doesn't even really care about Barbie. She doesn't care for Barbie. She, she appreciated it because of me, which is so great. But, um, you know, she was more of a American girl, American girl Stan. So we, we just talked a lot about the Barbies, you know, ones that we're familiar with growing up. Was there ever a Barbie you knew about and you always, always wanted to get, but you never did? Ooh, a Barbie. Okay. A Barbie that I wanted. Oh my gosh. I wish I like, honestly, I cannot remember. And I feel like, I feel like there definitely were. It's a really hard question. And the, the, the point of the question is that there was, there's so much like, oh, you yeah. can't, no, 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 like... For sure. cause I feel like I definitely remember like feeling je- jealous at school. If like a girl had a Barbie that I didn't have or that I really wanted. And like, I didn't get every Barbie I wanted. So like there were definitely Barbies that I didn't get that I really wanted, but I, yeah, I can't think of like which ones off the top of my head. The ones I do, like the one that really sticks out in my mind, which I've told you about, I've had, I had a lot, but the one that really, really sticks out in my mind is scuba Barbie. Oh, where, the one where her legs turn colors. Yeah. When you put her in the water. It looked like she was wearing like a scuba, like a long, like a, yes. Yeah. Yes. She was my favorite pool Barbie. I like, cause I had a pool when I was growing up. And so like, I mean, they all went in the pool, but like she definitely went in the pool cause she was like meant to. Um, so I, and I loved her like little like speedo. Yes. Um, and the backpack. Like, did she, yeah. and I think she, did she come it? with a whale? Wasn't she did. It wasn't a backpack. It was her scuba tank. Yeah. 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 Her and scuba the, like, tank. Goggles. Yes, she was. That was my favorite. I and actually, like looking back, like that outfit is really cool and chic. It was like long sleeved. 
Um, it had like a little like zip. She was, she was cool. What else? I also feel like I, I definitely recall the hair color changing one when you put her in water. Yeah. Hair she, there's a few of those. Yeah. A streak or something. Um, yeah. I wish, I'm sure you can send me a website of probably like archive Barbies. I want to like look at them and see, but I was really big, especially at this time into like Disney. So anytime there was like a Disney associated Barbie, I had to have it. I had to have it. And I, I don't know if the little mermaid, like maybe I'm wrong and maybe we've talked about this, but there was like a mermaid doll who had flat feet. Yeah. The Tyco, the Tyco one. And you could pop her legs off pretty easily. No, it wasn't Mattel, but I know what you're talking. The iconic Tyco Ariel doll. Yes. I think I had that because I remember her freaking feet wouldn't fit in any of the shoes that I had. Oh my barefoot. <laughs> I uh I talk about her extensively uh in an in an episode I did about the Ariel dolls. That was my first doll I ever got. Really? Was the Tyco Ariel doll with the flat feet. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I also loved I loved the Disney dolls that were came out and I know exactly which ones you were talking about you're talking about. And I had like Belle. Pocahontas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pocahontas. And, I had Pocahontas. Oh, yeah. I loved the, the Pocahontas where her outfit changed, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> love it. So obviously dolls were a big part of our life. But yeah. the reason I, I asked you about kind of, you know, was there one you ever wanted? I asked you that because it's so funny because my vivid memories of childhood is that everyone had different Barbies like Mm -hmm. every time I would go to a friend's house they would have not the never I mean maybe a couple times but there was always like a different Barbie there was always everyone because there was so much Barbie was I mean you guys in what let's say 1995 1996 Toys R Us would have an aisle and it'd be two-sided and it would be mm-hmm. all Barbies, nothing yep. else, nothing else. And she, I mean, you, there was like 60 Barbies on the market at a time. And there, I mean, do you remember the commercials? Like Barbie? Yeah, or like, the, like the dolls would be like riding like yeah. in the Jeep. Yes, they would like make these like big sets for the dolls. And then like the girls would be playing. And all I wanted to do was be in a freaking Barbie commercial. Oh my God. Well, we'll have to make <laughs> our own. Yeah, like on a box, like playing. Yeah, with them. <laughs> yes, amazing. But one one Barbie that I can think of, and I need to get her. I don't know why I haven't yet because it's definitely. I mean, I have. I've been very invested in my Barbie collection as of lately. And there's, I God, I can't remember what her name is. I'll find it. But she has like angel wings. That is like for bubbles, like like when you blow bubbles, oh. and you could like dunk her in to the like bubble formula and like throw her around and she would like make bubbles. She was really iconic. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I need to like, yeah, I need to like look at some kind of like archive just to like, I'm going to send you my Barbies and like, I guarantee you, you'll be like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one. Did you have, okay. Next question. Did you, let me grab him so I can just do this for you. Did you have Ken? (laughs) I think I had one Ken, but, but my two male Barbies that were like, I think I had a Ken that like, I don't know why I feel he wasn't mine, but got like left at my house or something. I loved it when that happened. My two male Barbies were, you're going to die, were 
Peter Pan. <laughs> and I guess he's not a Barbie either. But well, like I Barbie. call them all Barbies. Yeah. Peter Pan and John Smith. Hot. <laughs> so hot. Why was John Smith so hot? I don't know. I don't know. So problematic. <laughs> yeah, I only I only had a couple of Kens as well, but now that I'm older, I appreciate him more. But like, yeah, I just like was always like, meh. I didn't really have boy dolls. Do you think I'll do a live action Pocahontas? Oh, maybe. I think that story is like super controversial. So probably True, they're probably gonna steer clear of that one. Yeah, it won't um, be good. I guess that's true. But they could. I mean, who knows at this point? Okay, so obviously we're going down just so many roads right now. As a fashion icon, where where do you think Barbie fits into that world? Oh my gosh, what do you mean? <laughs> I just I just want an expert's opinion. I feel like that's just like you can't like you can't not like think about both in the same like conversation. I feel like Barbie, okay, Barbie might not be high fashion. Sometimes though. Yeah, like the Bob Mackies. Like, yeah. that was insane. That was cool. And there's, yeah, they've definitely, okay. I think, like, 90s Barbie was, like, very 90s. I don't know. She was, like, 90s chic. She was pretty, like, she was pretty, like, basic 90s. But, like, that was the vibe. And now we look back 30 years later and we're, like, that's so cool. Like, everyone wants to be that vibe right now anyway. I think that she will always, like, her clothes, like, are what distinguished her from herself, <laughs> from all yes. her variations, but also from other dolls. Like, right. she was so, like, fashion-forward and, like, heels, you know? Like, I learned, like, really, like, what high heels were from Barbie, you know? Like, I saw so many different types of shoes from Barbie, through Barbie, you know, she had, like, Every kind of outfit you could imagine she had and like every accessory. And so, yeah, definitely Barbie is, is a fashion icon. Will always be, will always have a place in fashion history for sure. If anything, she'll tell the story of fashion history. Ooh, yes, that is very true. So do you, you just mentioned a couple of things. So I, I have a, a question and it's a, it's a little bit of a, it's a, it's a, it's a loaded question, I guess. So do you think Barbie has a negative impact or influence on young kids? And I say young kids for a reason, and we'll get to that in a second. What do you think she has a negative impact on the way kids grow up? Well, Barbie today or Barbie nineties? Cause I feel like those are two different conversations. And that is also very valid. Okay, let's say for for our generation. Okay, I definitely think that 90s Barbie influenced a lot of culture around beauty standards. Okay. I definitely think that. I know that, like, she wasn't intended to be a realistic version of a human. Mm -hmm. But I still think that, like, going back to the blonde hair thing. Like that was so prominent in my dolls, in the pop stars that I loved, you know, like there was no one who like in mainstream kid culture who looked like me other than maybe like posh <laughs> and like, wow. and like sports. But again, that came later, right? Like, but like as a kid growing up, yeah. Like the people that you look at were all like very blonde and blue eyed, which like, was not representative of me. 
So growing up, I definitely also like the community I was in and like, all there's a lot of factors. It's obviously not just like my toys right. fault. Um, but like, yeah, like growing up, there was definitely this emphasis on like that being the beauty standard or at least like the popular ideal of what people could and should look like. So I think in that way it did body wise. Like, I mean, I think that there were a lot of influences in like creating this culture of like what beauty and body standards were, were in the nineties and early two thousands. Again, not just dolls, not just toys, but other people like the Olsen twins. And like, there's, there's a lot that like went into that. Um, I don't think it helped. I don't think I was walking around trying to like have the same figure as a seven-year-old or a five-year-old. I wasn't thinking about that, but I think that like those seeds were maybe planted around that time so that when I did get older, like I was more like, uh, I like cared more about that Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. slightly due to that. The other thing I will say, which like obviously is ridiculous, but like I used to walk around on my tippy toes all the time. Very common. Because Barbie. Yep. Like I would walk around and I would just like walk on my toes. Like I wasn't wearing heels. I wasn't pretending to wear heels. I just thought that like that was a comfortable way. And it kind of is a comfortable way to a degree of like walking. And I was kind of freakish in that way where I'd like love to like walk on my tippy toes. So I think that that definitely probably played a part, at least in my upbringing, um, the way like my mind shaped. I do remember when there was like this campaign about like, if Barbie was like a real person, like this is what like she would look like. And I remember that that was like in college. That was like in, yeah, probably like 2010. I think that Mm -hmm. like campaign came out. And then I remember when they changed Barbie's body type to be a bit more realistic, but also like there is no one body type. So like even that, well, it's like has quote unquote good intentions. It's like actually not because like there's so many, like obviously there's a million and one variations of the way a body can be. So yeah, I don't know. There's no winning, I guess, in that sense. It's actually not. It's maybe better in a way that she's a little unrealistic and drastic as not to alienate, but I don't know. That could be, that's maybe not true. I don't know. No, you just made a million points that are valid and I, I totally get them. I guess I just with me personally, like, you know, I think Barbies look a lot more realistic today. And, you know, Mattel has done a really great job. I'm pro, I, I don't really buy any of the new Barbies. Um, they're just not my style, but it's amazing to go into a toy aisle and see so many different types of Barbies available for literally almost anyone. And there's, they're continually pushing out products. So that's very cool. But I guess for me that our Barbie, like to me, and you know, it's probably very different for young girls and young boys. And we'll get into that in a second. But um, for me, like Barbie looked kind of fake to me. So I never kind of, I always, I always process that she was a toy. She wasn't anything to, you know, really look to be like. But also, I guess her message, though, has always kind of been, I mean, 
she looks like this, but if you think about it, Barbie Barbie has done everything under the sun. So I it, it shouldn't. I think what's really cool about Barbie is like just because she's this pretty beautiful doll, like she's done so many things. I mean, I had Doctor Barbie, Vet Barbie, mm-hmm. just so mm-hmm. many different types of Barbies. So I think I think also what you said about you know there's multiple factors of beauty standards and everything that go into how people develop. And I just think Barbie gets pinpointed for a lot of it. And I think it's like, yeah, that's valid, but she's not the only reason kids are, you know, growing up and having body image issues and stuff, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's not one, but she's not the only like factor. I think it, there's a lot that go into it. Yeah. And so I want to talk to you a little bit because obviously we are, you know, it sucks because I feel like had Trish, if we found each other when we were six, (laughs) <laughs> would have been we would have had the like craziest play dates. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I just want to talk to you a little about, did you, well, okay. Did you know any boys who played with dolls? Um, It's okay if you didn't. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. I do have a, me- I do have a memory though. It's always stuck with me. Like I've never like forgotten about it. Um, But I remember I was in preschool and there was this, we had like a, like very like communal preschool. So like kids from all the classes, there was like six different classes and we all played in the same playroom together mm-hmm. and there were like tables and there were always like teachers and whatever around. And, and I remember I have this like very vivid, it's like, it stands out so strongly, but I had this memory of this, um, this kid was sitting at a table and he had a Barbie and he was talking to a teacher and the teacher was like, but whose doll is this? And he was like, it's mine. She's like, but who gave it to you? She was like, my, my parents or my mom. I don't know what he said. And he, she, I remember like, that was in passing. Like I wasn't part of that conversation. I was just like around it. And I just like, so distinct remember like this little kid sitting with his Barbie that he brought to school and his teacher questioning, like, like, where did you get that? But in a way that was like, she was, it was almost like for her own validation. And like, I'll never forget that. Like, I don't know. Like, and I remember being like, being like, he has a Barbie. Like, what does it matter? Like, I don't know. Like Barbie was so common in my life. Like it was so like, it was so present that to me it was like, yeah, duh, Barbie, you know? But I think also part of it is that like, I didn't have, I didn't have at the time I didn't have any brothers. I didn't have like any other, there was no one to say like, Oh, you're supposed to play with that. Or you're not supposed to play with that. I just played with it. Cause I was like solo riding my whole life, <laughs> you know, me and my Barbies and like to see like a boy playing with it. I was like, yeah, it's Barbie. We all love Barbie. Barbie's amazing. Why wouldn't you want Barbie? So yeah, that really, that's always stuck with me. And that's always like, I look back at it now as an adult and being like, that teacher should be fired <laughs> in some ways. For, but it's the, it was, it was like 94, 95, you know, those conversations weren't happening. Um, but yeah. So to answer your question, no, I don't like recall having any boyfriends who played with dolls or Barbies, but I definitely remember that. Well, That's interesting because I talk about this quite a bit and we kind of grew up in a very lucky time where that is where 
this this story does not surprise me because I I kind of had a little bit of that growing up. I mean, but I grew up in Boulder, so it was a little bit like more, you know, people, you know, back then at least were a lot more accepting of anything in general. But what's interesting about that story is we 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 grew up in the shift where it kind of became okay for for you know boys to start playing with girl dolls or even just like you know and not to be stereotypical but you know there is a stereotype that young kids that young boys that have barbies are going to be gay and you know that that's very very true very common not for everyone but it's very common and we are lucky that we grew up in a time where that kind of that was shifting where the kids the kids started caring less about boy versus girl toys but teachers who are, you know, a couple generations ahead of us, we're still in that mindset where it's just kind of, I know exactly what you're saying. She was basically trying to say he took the the Barbie from someone's backpack and it wasn't his because she couldn't understand why a boy would have a Barbie. Correct? Yeah. Well, what I, what I saw, it was like, I think she was trying to understand, like, I think she knew that it was his. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think she was trying to understand, like, why does this boy have a doll? And right. like trying to make sense of it in her mind and be like, well, is it your sister's or like who gave it to yes. you? Like, like, and then probably also like another layer of her is probably thinking like his parents allow this. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, that's kind of like, mm-hmm. it was, it was to me now that I have words for it, I feel like it was judgment, Right. <laughs> but like, I think she, I don't think she was being mean. I don't remember her being like mean, being like, why do you have this? But I just, remember her like asking questions that were like looking for the answer that she was seeking. Right. If, I don't know if that makes sense. No, but, it like, does. And, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a culture shock moment. Cause that is what I'm talking about. The shift where people started being okay with that kind of thing. And her being like, Oh, this is, this is a situation that mm-hmm. like, this is what people are talking about. Like just mm-hmm. shocked that, Oh, okay. So this is real. Like, you know, some some boys play with dolls and it's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I was just curious what I guess you kind of explain how you know I, I I was also riding solo as a kid. So yeah, Barbie was just Barbie and I had no real reference on that. But I did notice that I was a lot closer with girls because we connected on Barbie and like a lot of fortunately, a lot of the girls that I played with growing up, like we had we just loved Barbie. It wasn't really a, a thing with them. That I was, you know, playing Barbies with them. But I do remember just little things. Like, I can't give you specifics of just parents kind of being like, huh. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Wh- wh- why do you play with dolls or whatever? And so even some teachers, when I would bring them on, you know, to show and tell and just being like, well, it's my Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I love her. But yeah. And so obviously today is very different. Um, you know, Barbies, not only do they come in all, you know, shapes, forms, sizes, everything like that, but it's a lot more accepted that boys are playing with dolls. And, you know, that's a big reason why I'm in this community. And um, most of the guests that I talk to are men who collected yeah, dolls yeah. as kids. And it's just incredible, but it's just, I, I just, I can't say this enough. We grew up, we're so lucky to have grown up when we did not only for Barbie, but just kind of the way culture really shifted in the nineties and made kind of things like that uh, a lot better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It was like a turning point, I think for, yeah, it was a turning point. Yes, so lucky us because it wasn't like that for everyone, and that's unfortunate. But you know what can you do? Progress is progress. So, 
you kind of mentioned one earlier, but if you, you're thinking about your childhood, we are in 1994. We are in our jelly sandals, our bathing suits. We have a ring pop and we just got a Barbie that we'll never forget. Who is that Barbie for you? Who is the Barbie that is the one I say, what Barbies did you have when you were a kid? Which one is the one that just is your favorite that comes to mind? I mean, the, like I said, the one that comes to mind is Scuba Barbie. Yes. She was amazing. with me all the time. Especially, like, it must have been one summer. Like, it must have been one summer that I was swimming all the time. And she was just, like, always there. She yes. was definitely my favorite. I definitely also brought all my Barbies into the pool. And I, I noticed and remember, I did have a lot of pool-related, water-related. I mean, I guess I loved Ariel, you know? So I had lots of Barbie yeah. Barbie as mermaids and scuba Barbie and all that fun stuff. And she had ton, tons of, like, bathing suit fashions and, like, yes. all that stuff. And those are definitely very iconic in my brain. So... We've talked about all our Barbie stuff, our past with Barbie, our, you know, our presence with Barbie. What do you think about the new Barbie movie that is coming out? Have you seen the trailer? What are your thoughts? Trish, I'm so excited. Oh my God. Yay. (laughs) This is going to really hit hard for me because I think the way that the Little Mermaid did, like it was so iconic for my childhood. It's going to unlock a lot of memories, I think. And I'm like so excited. I think the casting so far from what I've seen looks excellent the storyline of like barbie world versus real world i'm curious to see how it'll play out because me barbie too in barbie world only and like but like i think obviously they have to bridge that gap somehow oh, and yeah. I, I like also love greta gerwig the director i like really like love her movies so i think she'll be i think she's gonna make a great like story out of Barbie. I think it's going to be really good. I really freaking love Margot Robbie. I think she's so hot. So cool. Like she looks like a freaking Barbie. Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't even know who else other than Margot Robbie could like really be physically like look like Barbie like that. She, she looks like the doll. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the casting is great, too. And I'm also interested to see what the, the plot is, because I, I they haven't really given us a whole lot. So I'm, I'm interested to see. So I think them casting an older generation of actors was crucial and perfect. Right. Because we were the last Barbie generation, really, to mm-hmm. like really like love and appreciate. And I think Margot Robbie's like probably like our age. I think she's like 32 31. I don't don't know. But like they, anyone younger than 30 is like not going to understand the cultural significance of Barbie. Like you can learn that later, you know, like as a 20 year old, like you could like study the history of Barbie, I guess, but you have to grow up with Barbie to really like have that like culturally embedded in you. And it's like not just an American thing. It was Like, I feel like it was pretty, like, international. 100%. So I feel like that was so important for their casting decision. And that's also why I'm really glad they waited as long as they did to make the movie. Because I feel like they, if it had been done before, I think, like, we are that that Barbie generation and we needed to get older to mm-hmm. really appreciate the nostalgia of the movie. So 
if it had been done 10 years ago, it would have been too soon and we wouldn't have cared and the significance wouldn't have hit and it didn't have enough time to age properly. So it's like a fine wine. You can't just serve every wine like a year after you make it. Some of these wines, you got to really let sit for a while and then they're just better. And it's the same, I think, with the story and I think with Barbie. I think like this is the perfect time because we're in this age of like yearning for childhood because our lives are so hectic and chaotic and difficult now that we're in our thirties. And I think it's just like, it was, it's a movie made for us. It's not a movie made for kids. It's not a movie made for 20 year olds even. I agree. I I think the timing is perfect because I do agree. I think we were the last generation to really grow up with how impactful Barbie was, you know, that's before all the technology took over and all that stuff. So I'm very excited, very interested for the plot. I also enjoy the fact that it's definitely a movie made for adults, but I'm, I'm very excited too. I think the casting is perfect. I, I, uh, I, I kind of love how they've been keeping it kind of under wraps where we don't really know, like, we don't really know how this is all going to work, right? I don't, we don't know how Barbie, like, for all, like, you know, I think the main assumption is, yeah, Barbie is going to go to the real world and be like, what, mm-hmm. what is this? But maybe it's reverse. Like, we don't know. We don't know anything. Like, maybe did the you real watch people. The I did. I love the, like, symbolism because Will Ferrell's character is like this, like, Mattel, or I don't know if he's Mattel, but like, he's this big, like, like CEO of this like toy company. And he was like, we got to keep her in a box. Mm-hmm. And like, that is like, that significance is like, so I feel like it's going to be like, he's, they're talking, obviously like literally they're talking about keeping Barbie in a box, but right. like the bigger picture of that is just like what people like thought women were obviously and like the, hopefully this isn't the sentiment now, but like, you know, especially in Barbie's heyday, like, Barbie was the symbol of women breaking out of the box of what people thought women should be. And she like changed that for a lot of, so I don't know. I just think it's like, it's going to be really good. I think I'm so excited for it. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be great. So I got one more question for you, Trish, and it's going to be very, uh, we'll see how you react to this, but, um, and I'll, I'll choose as well. So if you had to pick between, American Girl and Barbie. Who are you? Who are you choosing? Oh, that's so hard. What? Like for what? Like what's the purpose? Just like all the dolls are gonna go away except for one of these. <sighs> growing up, like if 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 you were growing up and you you could have one or the other, which one do you think you would have been like her? Trish, that's too hard because I feel like you have need- to answer. No, that's hard because like like for me in my like youth. Barbie walked so that American girl could run because Barbie was my intro into dolls. I didn't have like cabbage patch. I didn't even have baby dolls. Neither. Like I really wasn't in like my dolls were Barbies and I like loved Barbie. And then when I was seven, I was introduced to American girl and also simultaneously spice girl dolls. Same. And it was like, it was like once I got, American Girl and Spice dolls. I kind of left Barbie, Barbie. behind. I did as well. Sad. I did as well. I did too. Which is sad, but like these other girls, they were it, you know? Like they were they like evolved me into like more of my like childness. Like I was like a little kid when I was playing with Barbies and then like I was more like 
seven and eight with these other dolls. But then honestly, I remember having a yard sale. My mom had a yard oh, sale. No. I know. My mom oh, had a yard no. Sale. And I was like, I, well, I kind of stopped playing with Barbies by the time I was seven. Still had American Girl and still had my Spice Girl. But even Spice Girl, it was more like American Girl was like seven and eight. By the time I was, I think I was like onto like my pop stars and I like loved, like just wanted to like hang out with like the music and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we had a, we had a yard sale when I was like eight or nine and my mom was like, go through all your toys and decide like what you want and don't want. And I put every single fucking Barbie doll in that box. Damn. I put all of them. I remember being, I I know it's so sad to say this Barbie podcast. So sad. No, no, this happens. I talk a lot about how a lot of people who played with Barbie um, when they were younger, there's there's a time in life when you drift away from it. And I I also got rid of plenty of Barbies when I was little, but I also kept a lot of them because I just like, I mean, I never fully, fully had my grow out more <laughs> moment with Barbie, obviously, <laughs> but it's very common. Eight to like 12, I was like literally like the biggest tomboy ever. So I was like rejecting like, Anything that was a Barbie, anything that was a doll of it, of course, my Josefina, I kept forever. Um, legend, legend. Yeah, she's a legend. I like refused to wear skirts or dresses. I was like, no fucking way. I was just like tomboy for life. And so in that movement, in that era of my life, I was like, nope, like all these dolls, they're, I don't need them. What do I need them for? I like sports. I like skateboarding. I like surfing, whatever it was I liked. So... Yeah, I look back and that that's sad. I wish I didn't do that. But also, like, I wasn't going to go back to playing with dolls. So I guess hopefully they went to a good home. And now I think, like, now that I have a better appreciation for it, like, I would like to find some of the, like, more iconic ones that I had and then, like, preserve them for my future kids because I think that that would be really cool for them. Well, cause also, like you said, they're a time capsule. It's a, it's a, yeah. I mean, I mean, we talked about American girl and how important the history aspect to them is. Well, Barbie also has a historical aspect to her because you, you, you can explain things to them like this Barbie, like, I mean, this is just random, but like in 1960, we got the first astronaut Barbie and she <laughs> went to the moon before Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I, I will, like, definitely, I definitely appreciate Barbie for everything that she has given us and has, like, carved the way for us, I feel. I For everything. I mean, I just, I, I mean, to go back to my question, since you're not going to answer about. Well, I said. I, I guess, I, yeah, I guess. Okay. So, I think, no, but I, like, I, ugh, you're making me choose. Here, I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. Okay. I, when I, when I first started this podcast, cause I've always been obsessed with American girl and Barbie. There's never, you know, I mean, always, they're always around, you know, I'm always like, look, I got kit. <laughs> but when I started this podcast, I think I would have chosen American girl because I just, I, I love them and I love the books and I love everything about them. But as I got, so doing, in doing this podcast, it really brought me back to Barbie because I mean obviously I'm you know I am I'm doing this because of the Britney Spears custom dolls and like you said once mm -hmm. I got the Britney doll like Barbie uh I don't need you right now Barb I got Brit you know yeah 
And so I kind of had, uh, I mean, you know, I, I see Barbies all the time and cause I, I had to work with them a lot and, you know, just thrifting. I'd always see Barbies. And then once I did my Barbie episode, I just, I full 180 and was like, I cannot believe that I gave up on this icon. Like I need, I, I've recollected all my Barbies from when I was a kid. And then some, I'm answering that question now. And I'd go with Barbie because one during my childhood, I mean, she's way easier to play with. <laughs> Like, you know, yeah. you, you can't, you can't throw Kirsten in the, in the pool. The right? pool yeah. <laughs> you can throw Barbie in the pool and she'll be all right. But also there's just like the options and like Barbie, nineties Barbie reminds me of my childhood. And that's just very happy, happy stuff. There's, there's some, there's some sad things about American girl. Right. <laughs> so, and, and just relearning all this stuff and hearing her history. I, I have to say Barbie for the win on this one. Okay. I had to choose. Okay. I was, I'm going to say, I'm going to say American girl. Whoa. Okay. Because, I know because, well, aesthetically, I really love their clothes. I love their accessories and their furniture and like all the things that they come with, because just like, that's kind I love like miniature things like that. Obviously Barbie has lots of miniature things, but it's different it's like a different aesthetic it, it doesn't look realistic it's barbie it's a like very barbie branded um i'm also and we've talked about we talked about this on the last episode i was on but i'm a big history nerd like mm-hmm. i love mm-hmm. history i love that form of storytelling the way that american girl uses history to storytell is like super interesting to me and like i'll always love that so i think that's why also they were again going back to like just like representation and like feeling seen and all that stuff is like American girl was like intentional in that mm-hmm. like they were they were intentionally diverse and telling different stories from different cultures from different parts of the country um different socioeconomic backgrounds like it was just like it was intended for history like not just one strand of history to be told but like multiple perspectives and I feel like Barbie as much as like she's amazing I don't think they did that until it was too late you know and and they're not even really doing it the the way that like other maybe brands have so for me I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Barbie I think you mean American Girl. I mean, sorry, American Girl. I got distracted because my phone is ringing. Give me one second. Hold on. Hang on. Wow, I just gave this beautiful speech. (laughs) It's okay. American Girl, but I got super distracted because my phone is over there charging by itself, like minding its own business. Nothing's over there. Nothing's over there. And all of a sudden, like, music started playing from my phone. Oh, that's weird. And I was like, what the fuck? And I go over and it's my iTunes, which I like never play. And all of a sudden, like just some random song from my iTunes was playing on my phone. Spooky. My house is definitely a little haunted. That's a story for another time. A historical moment for an American girl. I can't remember. I don't know. I think Elisafina does, doesn't she? Maybe not. I don't know. 
I don't know. Anyway, Trish, thank you so much for being on the show today. That was so much fun. Thanks for having me, Trish. I love talking about Barbie and dolls and toys and all the things. I, it takes me back. Like, Isn't it the best? Yeah, I can't wait to... I'm now I'm really in the mood for like a good Barbie documentary. Like I want to like... I want to watch like a really good, like in-depth hour and a half long. Like, Oh, Barbie. I'll send you, I'll send you the one that you need to okay, watch. Send, yeah, You'll love it. Please. Can you, before you go, please tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Yes. You all can find me on Instagram, on TikTok at Mosvino, please. You can also find me on my podcast also called Mosvino, please. The podcast. Consistent. Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You can follow my newsletter if you want to learn about wine on Substack. It's also called Moss Fino, please. She's and reachable. You can follow me on YouTube at Moss Fino, please. So if you didn't get that, it's at Moss Fino, please. Andrea, thank you so much. And uh, we'll, we'll have to get together when the Barbie movie comes out and discuss oh it God. for everyone. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm super excited. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Guys, again, please follow Andrea at Masvino, please, on all social platforms. It is so much fun having a great friend on the podcast just to talk about all the stuff we normally talk about. And it was so much fun. Don't forget, the Barbie movie is coming out this month. It's going to be so amazing. I can't wait for that. And I've even got a couple more Barbie-related episodes coming for you this month. Until next time, please follow me on Instagram, Britney Spears Custom Dolls or Iconic Dollcast, and leave me a five-star review if you're enjoying this show. 